BTG Nation, what's up? Young OG here with the OG. And we got to say thank you. And we don't want to say thank you like some people say thank you by just giving some words. We want to show some action. So we had a gift from our friends over at Manscaped come through. And we want to share it with you guys. You know, Valentine's Day is around the corner. A lot of you guys have had a New Year's resolution to become more groomed, get your body right. So we're here to help. Um, we got the Performance Package 4.0, which includes the Signature Lawnmower 4.0, now available here in the UAE. And for all of our listeners, you already know it's international. It goes everywhere. If you're in the U.S., the U.K., Saudi, Pakistan, wherever you're listening from, now you can get it to you um, and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, including us. Yes, we have the product. Yes, we use it. And yes, we are not just saying this. We rock with Manscaped. So we have an exclusive offer just for you. Go to manscaped.com and use the code BTGNATION for 20% off and free shipping. Not 10%, not 5 20% off and free shipping. BTG Nation. All right. OG, I know you've used Manscaped before, um, but let them know what that performance package is really like. Actually, I was using Manscaped type products before right. Manscaped was around, but yeah. now, now I can do it the right way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Instead of trying to just figure it out on my own. Um, the performance package 4.0 is here to help you bring in the new year with the right tools for the job. This lovely bundle is packaged with seven goodies to keep you feeling fresh and confident in all of your dating endeavors in 2022. Inside the Performance Package 4.0, you'll find the Signature Lawnmower 4.0. This electronic trimmer is designed to trim hair in all areas of your body. The, the advanced skinscape technology is designed to re reduce grooming accidents on those sensitive areas. It's also equipped with a 4,000 LED spotlight that's bright enough to shine a light to your true love this year. Man, listen, and not just for the love, right? Of course, we do everything for the ladies, but man, fellas, you'll feel better. You feel lighter. You feel like you got extra. Oh, well, let's 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 keep it real. Let's keep it according to the way we talk. It keeps it yeah. being less funky. Yeah, you, you know got what I'm yeah, exactly. Let's, and Manscaped got you covered there. Yeah, you know the Manscaped has the performance package that also comes with the crop preserver, deodorant, and the crop <laughs> reviver. Look, whatever you need it, they gonna give it to you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Manscaped got you covered. So again. Go to manscaped.com for our exclusive offer of 20% off and free shipping with the code BTGNATION. Right there. 20% off, free shipping. Manscaped, BTG Nation. See you. As always, keep it real, keep it simple, keep going. King and Yates, they bridging the gap. From the U.S. to Dubai, put pins on the map. Ball is life, and that's a fact. And a ball is life, about that exact. King and Yates, they bridging the gap. From the U.S. to Dubai, put pins on the map. There's a time to score and a time to assist. Ain't no YN team, let the winning commence. From generation to generation, game don't stop. The new and old school got the game on lock. It's all legendary, it's all necessary. We all been all stars before February. And after that, King and Gates, after racks. But really trying to get some wins, not just padding stats. Two basketball lovers through happenstance. Built the bond that led to greatness that advanced. From Listen, BTG Nation, what's up? What it do? We back in it. Episode 12? Episode 12. You know what that calls for. 
a nice one of these. Round of applause. You know, round of applause for a fire episode last week. So round of applause for our guest, Dr. A.H. Baker. Thank you for that. A round of applause for our new listeners. You know, on TikTok, we went up 150 new followers. Word. Word. Oh, word. Okay. okay. We went, we're up like 75 new followers on Instagram. And we've broken the 100 subscriber mark on YouTube. Yeah. Cash in the bank. So, um, you guys that came episode one, those of you that came episode 10, season two, we thank you all. From the beginning, you guys saw how much work we've put in, how it's come. And, you know, you can probably get a little bit of a sense of what we're going to do going forward. It's always going to be bigger. It's going to be better. And it's going to make sense. We've definitely come a long way from my apartment. Man, <laughs> with the with the one Zoom recorder. And, you know, you guys that are, I had somebody tell me that they were going back and binge watching after watching one clip. Right. And I was like, listen. Just know we came a long way in one year. Because some of those other episodes are hard to listen to because audio is different. They may not see it the same because they don't right. listen to it as much as me. But, man, we here. Listen, I'll, I'll own up to it. That first few episodes, if it weren't for the podcast, I wouldn't have bought curtains for my living room. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be like, yo, I only need curtains for my bedroom. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, right. We, we made it happen. But it's dope, man. Um, it's also cool to finally have a, a team, you know, that's pretty consistent. So yeah. that allows us to do even more. So, you know, thank you. Um, last episode was heavy. It was heavy in all the right ways, though. You know, we got to talk food, culture, music, you know, politics to an extent. Yeah, but more more importantly, it was it was significant because you guys got the chance to talk about your personal preference and religion. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's deep, man, that you could share that with everybody. Right. Yeah. Right. Cause there's so many people that um, are probably looking for some guidance within that too. And it's also important because we're talking about bridging the gap to where, you know, you have your own views on all of those things and we respectfully sat, listened to each other's opinion. Yep. We didn't force anything on coach. Coach didn't have to feel like he defended anything. It was just like, oh, we cool. And inevitably we found out we all the same. Right. Yeah. Everybody's the same. Just right. got different opinions on things. Right. And it's all cool. Yeah. So, you know, that's love. I'm excited about what our future looks like. You know, I've had people talk about asking to come on, new people to ask to come on. One of my one of my OGs from from school, from like rec center type vibe. He did some things in the music industry and he wanted to get on. So it's funny you mentioned that because I just finished talking to a friend of mine who has a clothing line and things like that. And you know, they travel abroad and stuff. And so I told him, I said, send me your information. I talked to Coach Ryan. Mm -hmm. And what we'll do is we'll plug you some stuff in you know, whenever we can. Yeah. And uh, I said, send us some gear. We'll, yeah. we'll definitely put it on. You know we're here. So, so, yeah. so I'm going to be sending you some stuff soon. So, yeah, everybody, you know, they see they see the work. It's getting there. It's the getting there. Like, we here for y'all. You know what I'm saying? We are y'all. Yeah, <laughs> sure. you know, we one and the same. So that's love. So we got some new things coming. But for anybody that's watching that, think, that thinks you're just going to come on the show just because you know one of us, <laughs> that's not how that goes. That's not. It's not how that goes. And I got some friends that's some pretty high political places. But yeah. hey, listen, man, you gotta. Yeah, there's some things like there's <laughs> there's a there's a boundary that's that's like a foundation that got to be set. We got to know like 
you know, some unspoken things we got to be able to understand. We got to know you ain't going to come in here and, and say some things you ain't supposed to be saying, <laughs> you know, when you got to have some, add some value. So, yeah, cause especially because if we get somebody in from the States, we got to call them in, right? Right. So I can't put my hands around your throat. So, right. so we can't, you know, yeah, you know, we can't yeah. control it. We can't but that's cool, it. though. I got some stories on OG, please. Feel free, because I would love to add that to the roller deck. If any main event, if you out there somewhere. Come on, man. That's my guy. You don't have me and my guy beefing, man. That's my man. What's my man named John Walsh, America's Most Wanted? That's it. I'm going to have John and him come find you. We're going to figure out what's up, man. Um, but for our people here in Dubai, for our first-time listeners here, Bridging the Gap, this is my OG 15-year um, relationship, all that good stuff, high school coach. Uh, mentor, like family. Now we're here in Dubai running a business, um, our day job, so to speak. And you know, we like Martin, it's the night job for us on the radio. But our day job is using the game of basketball that brought us together and brought us to so many places in the world to, you know, nurture the youth here. Hoop Mountain Dubai, Hoop Mountain DXB, Hoop Mountain.ae is our website. Um, this week is going to be fire. You know, I'm excited for Illy and AK to come and, and see what the Who Star shootout looks like. They weren't at the first one, but they get to see what the progression looks like now. Um, and it's going to be dope. We got new kids. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Especially for the younger groups. Oh, man. <laughs> that is the craziest one there. So, you guys, AK will be there to shoot some. So... Maybe next episode we'll be able to throw a few clips of the shootout into um, into the podcast so you guys can see a little bit of what we do and how we create are creating some new stuff. Um, so stay on, stay tuned for that. And for all the moms and dads out there asking, we do have hoop mountain apparel coming soon. You know, we're getting it slowly but surely. It's a different beast over here when it comes to making clothes. <laughs> yeah. No, it was... It ain't the same. Not at all. But we're so, getting there. We're getting there. We're working. We're working. <laughs> we will not stop until we got it right. Um, but how you feeling, OG, before we jump in? I'm great, man. You know, like you just said, we got a big weekend coming up. Um, you know, we hoop tomorrow night. Yeah. You know, I got I got some give back, you know what I'm saying, coming my way. Some good energy. Yeah. You know, you guys got that last game. Yeah. And like you got us up out of there. I I'll admit it. You yeah. got us up out of there. So I'm a little I'm a little excited for tomorrow night. But we must point out that that last hoop session we had cuz that one was mainly just us a couple dads and then a few of our um hoop star kids. Right. That was some good energy. Oh no doubt. That was that's, that was that's, a good bump. That's that's finally where we at to where some of those kids are Working harder, playing harder, playing with a chip on their shoulder, and and moving at a different pace. Right. So, I w I was excited about that because we we both looked at each other and was like, I wasn't expecting to play this hard today. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, and the follow up is, you know, I check in with the parents afterwards, and every kid went home and talked about that the bump. So that's that's what we want. You know, mm -hmm. what I'm saying whether they whether they they were on the winning side or the losing side, they were all excited about their performance in terms of like playing hard. Yeah. That's what's up, man. And that's how you build culture, man. And we'll talk more about that because there's some things in there that we got to address. Um, but let's get into some some news because we didn't talk sports much last week. Um, and for all of you, that last episode was full of gems. So please go back, revisit it, sit with it, 
Um, the OG, the triple OG. He's older than both of us. He gave <laughs> us a lot, right? He gave us a lot of gems. But um, football, right? This is February. So February is the NFL, you know, is the NFL's month to an extent because it's Super Bowl time. Yep. Um, Tom Brady, first and foremost, has retired. So, I mean, but or is it official, he, man? It, uh, it ain't, it ain't, that, that ain't like Tom to let something slip out on social media. This dude is professional, cares about the game, and he's he's always thinking about the next play. Mm-hmm. So he, and he wants yeah. to go out on his turn. So Tom's going to have a press conference and all that stuff. Got to, yeah, right? You know and, or did he? But by the time the episode come out, he might have already done it. So let's give it our applause <laughs> for what some people say are the, is the GOAT of football. Um, Man, Tom Brady, right? What What do you have to say? I would, as you mentioned, would have liked him to have his own press conference and, you know, go out on his way like an MJ or and Bean and all those type of things. But, you know, social media era, people yeah. want to be first to everything. Yeah, that's where you got to watch out who your friends are. Right. And <laughs> and you being first, it, still, it takes away from the moment. Like, you could have been a part of something way bigger right. if you just could have shut up and wait. You know, but it is what it is. Any words for Tom? Tommy boy. How can I just say brilliance, man? That's all I can say. You know, of course, there's always going to be people bringing him down in terms of like, there were a couple Super Bowls, they were just lucky, but people don't understand. Mm. If you are a champion, mm. everything's got to fall into place most times. You got to be good at what you do. The other team's got to make mistakes. You got to be a little lucky. And it's your, then it's your time. So, I mean, it's just, that's part of being a champion. Uh, luck is definitely a part of that recipe. For sure. Right? What's, sure. what's dope about Tom is Tom doesn't have that um, Cam Newton, Michael Vick athleticism, body, physique. He does, Yeah, he doesn't have the superstar pedigree coming into the pros. His work. Yep. That's that's one of those things to where you can literally, if you're um, a football guy and you're like, I don't have the athleticism, but I have somebody to look toward because it was just work. It was just work. We all can do that. Right. Right. We all can do that. It's a level of discipline you got to have. So um, shout out to Tom. We appreciate you. Um, but to the headline, Bengals versus Rams in the Super Bowl. It's crazy. You know, I haven't really watched football like like I used to, but I am excited to see Odell in the in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl just because I feel like a guy like him was getting a bad rap early on in his career. Um and you know how he was and in Cleveland. He and deservedly so at the beginning. But once he got to Cleveland, he kind of cleaned up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't he wasn't the wild guy he was early on, you know, uh, in New York. But in Cleveland, you know, he took a lot of the took a lot of the bad press because they weren't playing well. But as we see, like, you know, you got to throw the ball to the man. And it makes a difference, yeah. right? It makes a difference. So, um I do I do like the fact that he's there. I want to see him win something. Um not the Bengals. <sighs> It's a it's a lot within this matchup anyway to talk about, right? right. McVay getting back to another one um, with Matthew Stafford and that golf, and you know how that happened, and then Von Miller and Aaron Donald. There's a lot there, but <laughs> the Bengals. Have you ever witnessed a Bengals playoff run? 
Like, is this? I think this is the first time the Bengals been in the Super Bowl, right? Um, I, I'm not sure. Cause, you know, what about the Icky Icky Shuffle and them guys? I don't even know the hell that is. Oh, see, you don't even know they, when they, you know, Icky Woods, man. Come on, man. Like, you know, <laughs> so you got to look. At, you know, the old heads will know what I'm talking yeah. about. But what makes the 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 Bengals special right now is because Joe Burrow came into the league, got injured his first year. Mm-hmm. So technically, you know, he's basically still a rookie almost. You know what I mean? And um, he's coming in with some with some leadership qualities that's that's a little unheard of for a young quarterback. He is a little older, but um he got a little swag to he, him that 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 you know it makes them dangerous. He got a weapon too. Yeah. Right? What's the young bull on the wide receiver that he got there? Uh, I know you Trace? Talking. Yeah. It, can't, I don't want to. I don't want to get. I'm not a football guy, so I, I might have got it wrong. Cause you a Cowboys said, fan? Yeah, they got. Yeah, I'm done with that, man. I'm done with that. But they got a weapon too. Now, what's dope about Joe's? I look at Joe Swagger, right? And you know, if you can, if you white, you can dance a little bit on beat. They love it, but <laughs> but but Joe got his swag for sure, right? I look at it and I think this is what Cleveland thought Jenny Manziel was going to be, right? Somebody that come with swagger, leadership. But still can, you know, make sure you affect the game. But Joe Burrows is a whole nother thing. I look at him and I see his his uh pull up to the game, his pregame walk in, the Cartier shade, and he got the, you know what I'm saying? He quoting little baby lyrics and everything. And he got the he got the furs and things that match. I'm looking at it like, is is that Joe Hollywood? Is that Joe Naismith? Is that the Joe? It ain't, Joe it ain't Joe Naismith. Not yet. Not yet. Not, Not yet. He's getting there though. Yeah. And is do you mean Johnny Manziel or Baker Mayfield? No, I th- Baker Mayfield. I didn't think he was going to be good. But you talk about Johnny Manziel when he came. Johnny into, football, yeah, yeah. Johnny football when he came in the the persona, right? The persona. You know, Drake was mentioned throwing the names out on the song. Right. Like it's the energy. I ain't. I was never sold on Baker Mayfield. You know, I didn't think he brought the flair, right, or the leadership. But I mean, he was. He did have some moments. You know, like anytime you take. The flag and go put it on another cousin's field and stuff. I mean, yeah, you know, what I'm yeah. you're a little hood, yeah, you're a little hood. So, but who you got winning then? Man, I gotta go with the Rams. Man, they got they just got a lot going. They on. They just got too many weapons, man. Because you, you got cup, you got um, cup on one side, Odell on one side. Somebody's got to be single covered. Yeah, that's. They gonna and they gonna throw that thing, and then you are gonna get pressure on a quarterback for sure. Yeah. With Donald and Von Miller, but I won't be watching. But I'm sure you'll you'll give me an update. <laughs> I know I know that for sure. The only thing I liked about the football was the Super Bowl parties when it came to it. Well, you gotta a come fun. on, you you gotta see this one because the, the halftime show is gonna be crazy. I see the halftime show yeah. on YouTube. Oh, <laughs> come on, man. Come on, man. That's the show. The halftime show is gonna be nuts. This would be a first time, man, with yeah. like an all all black lineup yeah. and hip hop. Eminem don't count, man. He's hip hop though, man. Come <laughs> on, man. Like I know what you're saying, but listen. I know, I know. Eminem, the, 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 the greats give Eminem love, so I gotta yeah, give him love. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He deserves it too. Cause um man. his features are crazy. I'll never buy his album, but his features are crazy. <laughs> Make that point blank. All right, new coach Josh McDaniels for the Raiders. Yeah, Eric Bieniemy got passed over again, man. Man, Eric Bieniemy, man, just who was who was that? Eric Bieniemy is you know a former Colorado running back. Um, you know, with Colorado made their runs, um, you know, many years ago, and he's been the um, you know OC for uh, Kansas City, man, just like. 
I mean, he's been he's his name's been thrown in there so many times the last two or three years. It's just crazy that he doesn't get these jobs, man. Just you know, keep keep going with that. I'm looking for something. Just here, just man. Josh McDaniels. You know, here's a guy that had an opportunity before and, and admitted that he wasn't ready for the prime time coaching spot at that particular moment, you know, bounces around again, gets back to new England and, and now got caught know, cheating too, right? You know, gets caught cheating, you know? And so he gets another shot, you know, but again, he gets caught cheating and had a failed first attempt as, as, as being a head coach, but he's going to the Raiders Raiders. Yeah. They, they just want to win. You know, they don't care about what your background is. They just want to win. But it's just, you know, it says a lot about the the politics in, in, in professional football. Just, you know, to to be a black coach and get an opportunity as a head coach, you just basically got to be perfect. So it's funny you said that. I found something I think you're related Dooley to. Said, you know what I have a problem with? Uh, to speak on what Mr. Dooley said. You know what I have a problem with? I have a problem with the John Thompsons and Tubby Smiths of society. I'm sick of them. Why? I'm sick of them. And I'm going to tell you why I'm sick of them. It's simply because there are a whole lot of white coaches who aren't successful. Blacks don't have to win the national championship to get an opportunity to coach. You hear that in relation to education. You hear that in relation to professors. You ask, why don't you have more more black professors? I will take a black if he's competent. Well, hell, there's a hell of a lot of whites failing. All we want is an opportunity to get out there and to try and a right to fail also. And and respectfully, I'm saying that to you. Not not, not saying that. You know, I'm sick of us having to be perfect to get the job. I don't want to be perfect to get the job. And that's the late great yeah. John Thompson. Yeah, for big you guys don't know, you're in the DMV area. That's Big John. Mm-hmm. Big John, you know, started as a high school coach, got an opportunity to coach Georgetown, and became one of the top college basketball coaches of all time. You know, and um, he was always been an advocate for, you know, equal opportunity for you know coaches of all ethnicities, and um, just you know a leader in terms of college basketball. You know, mm-hmm. for everybody. And so uh, he's, you know, what he's saying is, that, you know, if it's perfect to what you just brought up, yeah, right, you know, you don't, you got to be perfect, yeah, <laughs> got to be perfect, man. And and what what's unsettling about that now is like there are plenty of examples of what a black coach can do, right, if you get a chance across the board, right, right, yeah. women's sports, men's sports, yeah. whatever. And, and whatever let's let's set the record straight. It's not just the opportunity in, in terms of getting the job. It's about having the right support system because we all know there's like three coaches in the NBA right now that mm. have head coaching jobs mm. and they're set up for failure. Mm-hmm. They're just keeping the seat warm for when the opportunity comes with the right free agents or the right draft picks, they're going to pick somebody else. Mm-hmm. And those guys are just keeping the seat warm. So let's just say that. And, you know, people can say like, well, why would you take the job? Well, if you've never been a head coach before, you got to put that on your resume. Right. You got to go because yeah. those opportunities don't come that often. Right. You know, we don't have the luxury to say, I, I'll sit this one out. Right. Because if you do, then it may never come again. Right. Uh, but, you know, the NFL will be the NFL. Right. Yeah. Um, but let's get into, you know, our expertise. NBA, you know, um, 
All-star starters were announced. I don't think the, the reserves have been picked up yet, but all-star starters were announced. We'll start with the East. KD, of course, Giannis, Joel Embiid, deserving, Trey Young, DeMar DeRozan. I don't I don't have any um any argument with that five as starters. What about you? No, I'm good with that. Yeah, that's, uh-huh. you know, that's expected. KD with the most votes there, so he'll be the captain. Embiid having an MVP-type year. Giannis doing the same, you know. And but then DeMar having an MVP-type year. And Trey, but, spectacular. But KD won't play, right? Who's going to take his nah, spot? No, he, he won't play. I'm not sure, but he'll pick. Um, he'll, he'll still pick the squad, but I'm not sure he'll take his spot. Um, and then the West Coast, you know, uh, the usual suspect, LeBron James. Steph Curry, first time um, NBA All-Star appearance and starter at the same time, Ja Morant, deserving all the way, you know. Um, Nikola Jokic and Andrew Wiggins. Now, man, let me get out of here. (laughs) Wiggins as a starter. Come on. Now, immediately I see this. No, and no, um, what's his name? Donovan Mitchell and no Devin Booker. Okay. I don't know if, I guess because it's front court and Andrew Wiggins is technically a wing, a forward that he's taking that space. But I don't see how Devin Booker is not. I mean, you talk about. For the starters, it shouldn't even matter. It should be positionless. Because basketball is positionless, right? Yeah, it just depends on, you know, who you are. I mean, what team you're on. There's Devin Booker, let's talk about him, man. He's been the most disrespected NBA player in the last three years. You know, I mean, he basically, don't get me wrong, Chris Paul gets there, changes them tremendously. Um, What's my man's name that's the general manager now? James Jones. James Jones. I mean, hell of a job. But D Book has been the foundation of the Phoenix Suns the past few years. And he's been just completely disrespected. They're 40 and 9 right now, yeah. King. Are you I mean, well, they just nine? they just went to the finals. Went to the finals. So I'm just saying, like, he's supposed to be, he's supposed to be in this conversation for NBA starter for the All-Star game. That's just bottom line. I mean, you know, Donovan Mitchell, we've already talked about this before. You're in Utah and your star can shine bright in Utah, but someone's got to push you. And if they're not, you got to remember that the the ownership for the Utah Jazz, Larry Miller, he died, mm-hmm. the older guy. Because remember, Malone and Stockton were always in all star, you know, conversation. Well, 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 you got to be a special type of brother to stay in Salt Lake. I ain't so. say that now. <laughs> I, I didn't say you didn't have to be a special brother. I'm just saying that. Yeah. They those guys always had recognition. So I put a lot of Mitchell's problems on Utah itself as an organization. Yeah. They'll switch it around. I think D Wade is a part of the ownership team now with some new, I mean, he, new he, family. I mean, but he might have a voice like this. Yeah. We need him to have a voice like this because Mitchell should be in there, man. Yeah. I mean, and he just had rumblings about him potentially wanting to go to New York now because he is a New York kid. And you don't have that. If you are doing what Donovan Mitchell is doing in Utah, if he's doing that in um, uh, in New York, it's a wrap. He's he's everywhere. He might be the leading vote getter or one of the leading vote getters there. So, but still, let's stay on that Devin Booker space because I don't think 
Devin Booker has had issues. Um, it was a, a, a reserve one year because somebody got hurt and they plugged him in. Um, they didn't want to, coaches were hesitant with stuff. Like, I don't know what we got to do. I don't know if we need to rename the podcast the Devin Booker Fan Support Podcast or what and maybe start a campaign. But one, I don't think, I think people are missing out on our, like artistically great basketball. Because he is a magician out there, like well, he gets to he gets to it like no one else. We we should dedicate a whole episode to him. We should honestly, because you talk about the artistic side of the basketball game. You know his mid range game is crazy, man, and that's what that's a lost art form in today's game. He'll be able to play twenty years, right, on a, on some LeBron stuff because of the way he scores. It's yeah. not. It's not predicated on athleticism. It's footwork. It's angles. It's timing. And he has touch and he shoots well. He's 6'6". Like the way Book gets it done, he'll be able to sit there in Phoenix. And now that Chris Paul has come there and they've created a culture, when Chris Paul retires, somebody will want to go join Book. Right. You know, Arizona probably got one of the most favorable tax (laughs) places too. Ooh, y'all all got to go somewhere, right? But we don't know where. But, you know, that's interesting. So we got to cut that out. You know, I'm going to go buy my, um, I'm adding Devin Booker to my jersey list. Of course, you know, y'all know I'm going to get a jaw jersey. A Devin Booker too. I need the, I need the black one that Thunder Dan used to wear. Right? (laughs) The black one with the horizon over. I need that one. I need that one. Thunder Dan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, but yeah, shout out to Devin Booker because we know, the real ones know. All right, somebody, I'll, I'll leave that question for last. Um, Lakers are Lakering. <laughs> we are Lakering. Um, I don't have anything to say. I mean, LeBron is out a little bit longer than expected. Um, we just lost to um, to the Hawks. Um, I think we're sitting in like ninth, 10th place. Um I am not changing my stance. I, I still feel like we can win it all. I still feel that way. I, st- I still feel like amongst everything, we can win it all. I think what's interesting is this is a new challenge for LeBron, right? This is what keeps somebody like him interested and engaged after being in the league 20 years and going to 150 different finals. <laughs> a new challenge like this is completely different. Like if he can win a ring after a season like this, that changes his whole story and morale. Period. But, but you know that you know the goalposts will move anyway, man. You know, they, they, if he if they were to win it, they'll say you know they're supposed to win. They got Westbrook. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's what they're gonna say, man. You know that. Yeah, I let you have that though. Everybody probably tired of hearing my Laker takes. <sighs> Lakers, man. It's again, it's all on AD and Frank Vogel. Um, that's just how it is. You know, people talk about Vogel. Should he be fired? Should he be left alone? Well, you have to pick your argument for him. If he's a defensive-minded coach, why isn't their defense better? So that's one issue. Second issue is people are saying his rotations are a little off sometimes, or or not maybe off, but like they can't understand them. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're not supposed to be in the mind of a head coach, but when other former head coaches or current head coaches may make comments on it, then and it's, you know, it's, we can talk about it. And so it doesn't seem like the team is comfortable 
in their roles because it's like you don't know what to expect. You know, Malik Monk will start sometimes, come off the bench sometimes. And then sometimes he'll come off the bench, he'll play a certain amount of minutes. The next minute he'll play either more or less minutes. So it's like, you know, it's, it's a little confusing. And <clears throat> you talk about AD. Is AD going to come in? You know, it's, yeah, it's great. He has 30 and, and 12, okay, and they, but they still lose. So that means your 30 and 12 aren't as impactful as they should be based on the type of player that you are because AD should be controlling the game from all aspects and they should be able to lean on him when LeBron isn't there, you know, because I, everybody's giving Westbrook hell. Westbrook has been playing. Okay. He's attacking the basket the way, what he's supposed to do. That's what we know him to do. And that's what he's been doing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he may have four turnovers, but you got 12 assists. You're okay. And he made the comment. Yo, I'm just trying to figure out what my role is. Right. That's one thing too, that like, if you're just a casual fan, you don't know how frustrating or how hard it may be to find a rhythm if you don't know where you fit in in the offense, right? Like, where do, where is it? All right, this is where I can attack from, and this is where I make, you know, a dish off, and this yeah. is my gaps, my opportunities to go do my thing. If you don't have that understanding and you're out there trying to figure it out, it looks like you're just fortunate or whatever, right. but he's out of rhythm. And you think about their... Their issue in terms of figuring out the rotation has really come when Jason Kidd left Mm -hmm. because he's not behind the scenes manipulating um, the ideas that, you know, Frank Vogel has for the team. Because if you think about it, they go into a game and a guy that's, that's an alpha like Westbrook doesn't know what his role is. He only knows one speed. Mm -hmm. That's, as fast as I can, as hard as I can, that's just in my DNA. So we don't know. We all speculate that they've had this conversation, but has the general manager, has the head coach, coaching staff, have they had this conversation with him and said, this is what we need you to do mm-hmm. for us to win? We don't know that. Yeah. And by his statement in that, in that presser, we don't, we don't know. So yeah. we can speculate on that. Yeah, it's a lot going on. I mean, you know, my stance is still the same. I'm AD. Yeah, listen, if AD is coming in and balling, none of it, we wouldn't even be talking about this stuff. We'd yeah. be talking about how, we'd be talking about how Westbrook has um, uh, revitalized his career. Right. When I look at AD, it's always the same. Now I'm looking at AD crazy because I look at Giannis, I look at Embiid, and I look at Joker. Right, because those are his peers and his position and everything. I don't. He doesn't impact the game like any of them, and his numbers. And this is what we, what we talk about now. You're really understanding basketball, right? He's gonna get numbers, cool. But when Giannis is on the court, the the whole game changes defensively and offensively, and his presence is felt. You know. He's much stronger, he's much more aggressive, and he's much more of like a um, a, a bronze guy, right? He's going to come out there hitting and pushing. But, you know, three years ago, the talk was AD is head and shoulders above Giannis, right? Now we're looking at it it's like, hmm, it's not even close. It's not even in the same league. Joker, the same thing. Joker doesn't have anywhere near the athleticism as any of those other three guys, right? But the entire offense, runs through him and he got better defensively on top of that 
right? MVP, all three of them MVP guys. Joker is deliberate at what he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. But when you see him play, whether he's successful or not, you, you can see what he's trying to do. With AD, sometimes he's just floating. Like yeah. you should never go down four or five transitions and we don't see you have an impact on the game. At all. And like you can think Joker's won his MVP already, right? Giannis has won multiple MVPs. This year is Embiid's MVP race to win unless Jaw comes in with some more crazy stuff, right? But those years, you can see oh, that level of dominance yep. for bigs. That is back to the front court now, having that level of dominance. And I've always said that when people were like, AD has this a potential, that potential, man, where? Right? I, I, we don't see it or feel no, it. No, right? he has it. We just need to see it. That's yeah, all. it got to come. It got to come. It got to come together. So, um, same old, same old story, right? We'll keep it going there, but we know how that is. I'm still Lake Show. Lake Show and six against whoever in the finals. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, Anthony Edwards, you know, that's one of my favorite young guys there. He said in an in um, interview, he wants to be face of the league and have a couple MVPs in five years. I'm I'm with it. I think he can. I just think he can't. I, I don't think he can do it in Minnesota. And not because of him, but just because of the organization. Like, I don't look at it like I look at Memphis to where Memphis traded Mike Conley and gave Ja the keys and not only gave him the keys, but put pieces around him from coaching staff on down. Minnesota, man, I don't know. Man, they've been a train wreck for about the past 15 years, man. They need to find a way to get KG in the front office and stop playing. It's the only way that's going to revive. Well, I, don't, I don't know about that because we've seen, um, you know, former greats come in and, and run teams. So we don't know. But we just know they need to make a change. Yeah. They need, they need to make an effort. Uh, otherwise, he Anthony Edwards, because he wants to be great, mm-hmm. he's one of those guys that you could see turning down the extra $40 million to stay to go somewhere else. Yeah, because he want to win. He wants to win. That's real. You know, A. Edwards. And wherever you go next, Anthony Edwards, I'm going by the jersey. But not until you leave Minnesota, though. I can't I can't throw on. Only Timberwolves jersey I can wear is the old school KG or the Latrell Sprewell. You can go to the Wizards. Oh, <laughs> it's funny that you said that. The Wizards making headlines. You know, a couple weeks ago, we weren't recording. <laughs> Uh, there was a locker room fight between uh, Harold, Montrez Harrell and uh, and KCP, right? And then, you know, a little bit later, you hear about uh, Montrez Harrell being on the trading block. Yeah, they... they man, they KCP better time. be careful, man. You know, he's still, he's still got the thing on his... No, nah, he's in oh, the city. Now oh, he good. Okay, okay. Yeah, but, you know, and now it's said that the Wizards teammates have um, made a statement saying they don't want Din- Dinwiddie. He's a shell of himself. He's not good. We don't want him around. So now the Wizards are apparently putting him on the trade block. Mm. Um, I heard some rumblings that he was trying to hold some people accountable and show some signs of leadership in the locker room. Uh, and this may be a response to that. And that's funny because, one, Dinwiddie's known around the NBA for being a professional. Mm-hmm. Two, we've seen his game when he's healthy. Three, these so-called sources are coming from the Wizards organization, whether it be their players or, you know, uh, members of the, uh, uh, you know, organization themselves. That's not good because I'll trust Dinwiddie before I trust the Wizards organization. 
and the Wizards players. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, and let's face it, man. How can you have a problem with Wilt Chamberlain's son? <laughs> you know that's Wilt Chamberlain's son, man. Come yo, on. Yo, then when he does have a wild goatee, come on, man. In the ush. He looks just like Wilt. Yeah, him and him and Otto. Come on, man. Him and Otto definitely. <laughs> and, and Wilt got through. Wilt got Wilt got through some gender. He did some things. Yeah, man, for sure. But but the, that type of comment slipping out um, from the Wizards organization is why Katie didn't even think about going back home. Is why big agents don't come back. Right. And like, and you see now too, I think Bill is kind of seeing himself that, man, I should dip. What'd I say? Yeah. This type of stuff you don't want to be around, man. And then, you know, the Wizards fans are ungrateful because so many of them are talking about how, um, you know, John Wall wasn't this, it wasn't that, and he won't be helpful. I put a poll up to see if, you know, when they were talking about trade talks and John Wall going to the Lakers maybe, and people saying John Wall is just the same player as Russell Westbrook. I was like, maybe you guys are getting confused because he's fast and jumps high too. But John Wall is one of those few true point guards, and he plays both ends of the court. Yeah, but you know, these are the same fans that were complaining about Randy Whitman as the head coach for the Washington Wizards when Randy Whitman had the lowest salary for the head coaches in the NBA. And had the Wizards going the furthest they've ever been in the playoffs recently. And he was holding people accountable, making them play defense. And they were a threat until John Wall got hurt, like the second game of the playoffs. Wanted him out of there. Got Scott Brooks, paid him $7 million a year. And then we're wondering why we can't get out, why we can't get into the playoffs or get out of the first round of playoffs. You don't know what you want. Man. You don't know what you you don't know what you have when it's there. And that's how John Wall was. If you know John Wall coming out of Kentucky, he was a pass first defensive minded point guard. If you know Russell Westbrook coming out of UCLA, he was a two guard, energetic, 100 miles per hour, plays hard as hell every night and get to the basket. Two different type of players. Man. But we that just lets us know where you at. But again, again, if KD won't even give you guys a meeting, that that tells you right there. Enough, right? So last two things on the NBA. Joe Ingles, torn ACL out for the season. Now, they do have um a few new pieces out over there. I believe, I believe Jeff Green and Rudy Gay. I may be wrong on that. Um, let me look at the Utah thing. But Without Joe Ingles, and you know, he missed um, some significant time maybe two years ago in the bubble, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And that was tough for them. Right. So right now, going into the second half of the season, a torn ACL, like, what, what do you see happening with this squad now? Hmm. <laughs> Everybody's going to be overextending themselves trying to make up for the loss of Ingles. And, you know, being in the West, you know, there's a little room for error. So we're going to see them, you know, struggle a little bit. Yeah. And then the the, the question is, are they going to panic? Yeah. I That's mean, the thing. They have, so they still have Royce O'Neal with a solid wing. Um, Rudy Gay was the one, not Jeff Green, who got added on. Um, Eric Pascal and uh, Bogdanovich, mm-hmm. the other Bog- Bogdan. So they got they got some pieces still. Yeah, but you know, and Jordan Clarkson, of course. You know, it's just a little different when your 
your roles change. Yeah. You know. And the expectations as yeah. you guys are winning. You know, so I wish you a speedy recovery though, big dog. For sure. Um so this last question regarding the NBA. Somebody, young, young Luca that we call uh Mark Baby Baby Spain. <laughs> um he sent um I think it was a meme or something. They were like, for the next 10 years, who are you choosing between Ja Luca? I mean Ja Lamelo and Trey. I went ahead and added Luca to that. Um, between Ja Luca, Lamelo, and Trey, who are you choosing? Right, you're starting a franchise, right? That's the context. I, I say we take Luca out because he's had more pro stuff. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying? That's a little different. Yeah, Luca. Luca's been a pro since like 13, man. Facts, facts, facts. He do look like it too. <laughs> ja, ja Lamelo, and or Trey, who are you taking for the next next 10, 10 years? years. Yeah, I know, and, I know the listeners who who've been here know who I'm taking, and we don't have any, we don't have any context to like what franchise. You're starting a franchise. We're just starting a franchise. Mm -hmm. I'm probably taking Lamelo. Yeah, I'm taking Lamelo just because. Um, let me break it down. For me, Trey's the better shooter. Yeah, of course. So that gives you more spacing, gives you more time. Um, ja is more athletic. There's nothing you can do to counter that. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Between those two, they both have good I IQ and know how to make plays for other people. But in the same sense, I look at LaMelo. He also has that same IQ where he can make other players better uh, and make you know make it easier for them to get buckets. Um, his sh outside shooting is improving. Mm -hmm. He can get to the rack. He's not as athletic, but he's, he's tall. He's bigger than him. And you know, I always like big guards yeah. because being pressured or not, you can see over the top, just... Certain little things that come into play as you start to get older in the game, and um, you know that's just that's just where I'm going, man. Yeah, it's it's hard to go against Lamelo because of his size. Yeah, he's it's hard. But I mean, but this is a, this is a tough three. Yeah, yeah, a tough three. And you talk about Lamelo. Um, he's six seven, six eight. He might still grow because he's young. That's crazy, right? And he got length and he's crafty. Um, I I like Ja. Right. And the and you guys know I've been heavy on job, but the thing about job that separates him is attitude for me. Right. It's it's kinda like it's kinda like that eight, that two that early two thousands guard era when the Stefan Marbury's and Steve Franchise and AI and all those guys that grew up playing outside mm. and a little rough around the edges. You know what I'm saying? They coming in with a whole different energy and chip on their shoulder. When I look at Ja, I feel like when you when he walks into the organization, everybody there is gonna carry his energy, right? Everybody's gonna come on with the same type of attitude. So, you know, skill wise, I feel like you don't go wrong with, with either one of them. Like none of them, you don't go wrong with either one of them. But I think that in the end, he would be a better leader on some Chris Paul type energy, right? I think he he would be more of a joy for people to play with. Right, and then I think his ceiling is is crazy, just like see, the rest of them. See, but, it's, it's interesting you say that because the guys you mentioned from from the nineties, um, in the you know late nineties, early two thousand, that were really good. They didn't have that level, that high level of performance for all of those years. Mm -hmm. they, you know, so they tapered off a little bit. Yeah. So that was the remember that was the only question I had about Ja. Mm -hmm. See, like Lamelo could actually slow down and become an old man yeah. and just be so tall and still be able to get 
get by with some things. Yeah. You know, so that's the only thing. But, you know, but Ja could be kind of like Derrick Rose, where Derrick Rose changed his game completely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, Derrick Rose is not. <laughs> Think about yeah. the kids watching Derrick Rose right now. They don't know. They have no idea no. what D Rose MVP. was. <laughs> he won the MVP in bronze prime. <laughs> and it was like, and he was clearly the MVP of right. the league. But, but that's that's why I like Ja, though. Because you can see him already, and this is his third year, his game slowing down. His three-point percentage is better. I think he's at like 42. Um, he, he's, his mid-range is, is better. He, he reads off the screen better already, right, without that. So um, either way, the league's in great hands, right? Yeah. It, point guard heavy for sure. Yeah, and it's good hands yeah. right there. So I love it. But, you know, we're we going to take this out, um, and we're going to end it with um, aging gracefully. Mm-hmm. You know, this – this is something that I notice um, in our, uh, let's see, our celebrities, our stars, our, our athletes, our artists, but also watch it with, you know, my OG, between you, my uncle, shout out to Uncle Ro. Um, and the way you age, right? There is an art to that, too, right? Understanding that you got to leave what was 20-year-old, 30-year-old you behind, and go into what is more fitting for you at 40, 50. And it's okay. You can do that without losing your, your soft, right? And, like, prime examples of that, LeBron, right, Jay-Z, Tom Brady, you know, Nas. Man, let me say somebody that you and Willie, Willie Ways talked about last time, Snoop. Snoop. <laughs> Snoop is the same dude that he's been since uh, 187. And so I gotta give him credit for that. Man. And he and he hasn't like tried to do anything that we do. Right. He hasn't tried to wear the clothes that my my folks wear. Like Snoop is just being Snoop. Right. right. He aged gracefully. We talk about Scarface, um, um, Denzel. <laughs> you know, actors like a long list of those people just aging gracefully, and how important it is because. You know, last episode, um, Dr. Abdul Haq talked about embracing our elders and our history, right? But we don't ever think about what it's like to age. I turned 30 at the end of the month, King, right? <laughs> and me and my, my boy or my best friend, Dr. RJ, he just turned 30 um, two weeks ago. My my cousin, she turned 30 a week ago as a baby on the way. Shout out to Kara. And I'm, we used to think 30 was so old. Because <laughs> we didn't, and you know, yeah, no idea. Because we didn't see that many older people, but now that we're more of us are, you know, getting getting older, seeing the next phase of life. Let's talk about how it is to age gracefully. <laughs> Just accepting where you are and how far you've come, and understanding that it's not the end of the road. It's just a new chapter. Just something different um, to embrace and. And being comfortable with it, you know. Um, of course, you know, everything that you guys have gone through or going to go through, I've already gone through in terms of the game of basketball. And, like, you know, there's times where, like, you guys, like, you know, come on, coach, let's do this or whatever. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I know my limits. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, yeah. I, I, get in, I get joy from watching the younger guys go out and play and execute certain things. So I'm okay, man. It's just about being comfortable in yourself. And if you, if you struggle with, who you are every day, then you need to take a deep dive into what you find, what you consider to be happiness. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I'm I'm comfortable with my own skin. And so I I'm, I thank God for that every day because I don't feel like I need to go out and impress anybody. Right. And that's a mindset shift too. Like, let's embrace the fact that we're getting older, right? Like, I don't want to be younger. The things I didn't know. <laughs> the things I didn't know back then that I know now that keep me calm and in space. So, like, I mean, maybe you can push a message to that because you have been able as a blessing to be able to grow older, right? And see things, experience things, and just talk about what you can look forward to as you accept and embrace the fact that getting older is not a bad thing. No, not, not at all. You look forward to looking uh, at the fruits of your labor mm-hmm. and everybody that you've come across in your lifetime, you get a chance to look back and evaluate the type of impact you've had on them. Mm-hmm. If those people that you've been around, um, whether you've been a mentor, coach, father figure, uh, older brother, um, just somebody they can listen, uh, they can talk to and you can, um, they can vent to you. You know, if, if you've made a positive impact in their lives, um, then you've lived a great life. Right. I mean, so you should be, you should be proud of what you've done and where you've come and, and look forward to where you're going to go. Because, you know, with, the way things are now, you know, we, we talked about an old Jay-Z song. What was it? The, you know, 40s to do 30. Mm-hmm. What, what was it? Yeah. You know? And so, like, things have changed, man. For sure. Things have changed, you know. So now you don't have to look at approaching 50, which I'm approaching 50, um, and and thinking like, damn. I'm in a cane. This is it. <laughs> nah, yeah. man. You know, just, just, you know, everybody's path is different, but your path can still be a positive path and and have meaning. If you think of it that way, yeah. you know, you got to be positive, man. It's, why do you, why do you think people are afraid to get older? What do you think? Because, you know, there were things that they didn't accomplish when they were younger mm-hmm. and they see it now as that, you know, as a situation that they'll never be able to accomplish, but not realizing that there's new things to conquer. Mm-hmm. There's new things to accomplish. And that's just where it is. You know, I mean, I look back now and there's, I can, there's 60, 70 things that I wish I would have done differently, but I can't, I can't worry about that now. I can only think about what's, what's next. And so, um, you know, you call me, you know, worry wart, you know, just because I'm, I'm thinking about what's down the road, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I know where I want to be in a certain space and certain time. Mm-hmm. And that's it, man. Just, you know, being comfortable who you are. You can't worry about who, you, who you were back in the past. Cause that's, that's over with, man. That's important. Yeah. Right. Because, you might be that young star now, yep. but that young star becomes that old hater. Yep. <laughs> and then there's a new young star right there. And there's a new center of attention. And that's just the way the game goes. Right. Right. But you can't put place your value in that momentary feeling of like, oh, I'm the man at the top of this. It's always going to be something. That's a yeah. revolving door. Always going to be a change of guard. Always. And, and then you think, I think sometimes, you know, people go, older and they're afraid of going older and being alone right and and then the other part is that they don't have anything that they work you know we work so much in the states like you talking about working all day 40 hours a week <laughs> like eight hours a day no 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 no. let me cancel that right now let me cancel that right now everybody in the states that they do work too much mm-hmm. because we have a different type of economy you know we have a 12-month economy instead of a 10-month economy like yeah. everybody else in the world but let me get this straight if you are afraid of growing old and being alone, that's your fault. Oh yeah, no. Listen man, because listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's too much 
technology out there now to bring people closer together. Yeah. For if sure. this was 19, 1985, is that's different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cats now don't even know how to write letters. <laughs> Cats don't know anybody's mailing address. You write, you, you still write your women letters? Say what? You still- <laughs> Let me come into there. You write somebody nah, a letter listen, like man, you in a pen. You know, I'm the postcard king. <laughs> yes, that is you a fact. You know what I mean? You know that. Like, That's I'm going to do that because, That's one, I want people to know that I still think about them on, on occasion. And when people get something in the mail that they can hold and grasp, yeah. it picks up their day. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have a lot of people, whether it be friends that I encountered um, in different countries, family members or whatever that I want to just sometimes bring joy to them when they may be having just a regular dull day. True. And so, you know, anybody can send a text. Yeah. Anybody can send, you know, um, you know, FaceTime. I mean, anybody can do that crap. But if you taking the time out of your day to at least write a postcard or send a card or a short letter, come on, that's that's meaningful. And people don't, you know, people don't want to admit it. But they, they do care about those things a lot. But if you don't want to be alone, Man, listen, man, you can get out there. You can meet somebody. You can be in Australia, meet somebody in in Tanzania or Alaska, whatever. Listen, man, there ain't no excuse nowadays. I'm sorry. That's, I'm sorry. That's just crazy. Let me find out you uh, writing haikus and, and sending them out. And you know what I'm saying? I don't even like, know what that is. Yeah, yeah, what you talking about? Yeah, yeah, he's a little poet. But, but no, I was saying the work part because um, some people start to look at as they get older and you know, work becomes identity for a lot of people because you work so much. And they're like, yo, what the hell am I going to do without it? And now I'm just older and I haven't had the time or I didn't make the time to sit and think about where my time going to go when I don't have to get up and work for this job anymore. And it's like the older I get, I don't have as much energy, too much time to do all those other different type things. And so I, I see that as being, you know, I, uh, I can understand how it becomes an issue. Bump that. I'll, f- I'll figure out something to do. Yeah, you will, right? But you know, you can see, but, you know, that's interesting. But em- embrace growing older. Um, you grow wiser, experiences. Yeah. Yeah. You start to get closer to what is most important, unless you're afraid of being older, and then you're still holding on and trying to catch on to the trends. That's yeah, a dangerous game. Yeah, it's hard to keep up with. If, if your ass is over the age of 40, and you wearing skinny jeans and you trying to sag them at the same time, man, man shame on your ass. But, I'm sorry. I shouldn't be cursed like that. No, nah, tell, no tell me. Tell me. Yeah, what? New Year's resolution. Gone already. I made a mistake. My bad. Wait, look, let me holler at main event, man. But listen, while we're here, so we can round it out, what are some of the things the, old, the people that are aging need to let go of so that they can age gracefully. Like right. what's some things you need to point out to be like, look, your style needs to change. Like the talk, like All right. skinny. We already talked about skinny jeans, <laughs> sagging your skinny jeans. Um, you, if you, if you 59, 60 and you live in a metropolitan area in the United States, man, what you need a sports car for, you know, which come on, man. And you know, and then, if you know, for a lot of people that I know are ex-players, you know, with the ball players, you know, basketball, football, whatever. And you in your 50s and you know damn well you can't get in and out of a Corvette. You need an SUV. You need something comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's stop. Yeah. Let's let's be real. You know what I'm saying? You're coming out, you go into a little, um, you know, happy hour or something like that. Listen, man, listen, 
Stop hiding your wedding ring. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just stop, stop doing it. You know what I mean? If st- stop wearing the, the tight suits. If that ain't you, you know you ain't comfortable. Yeah, that European fit. You, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's just certain things you listen, you can still be in the mix without having to go over the top. You know right. what I'm saying? You can still be you. People, people will respect you for being you. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? And still gravitate towards you because in your own right, you cool as a fan. Man. You just don't know it. If you stay in your lane, right? Yep. I'm going to throw a couple of things out there and you let me know because I am i don't want to be misspeaking, right? Because okay. I'm still in the midst of, of aging, but Beijing, right? You got to embrace where your hair is. You got to embrace the journey that it took from when you was 20 to 40. And if you're going to do it, you got to do it sparingly, right? Don't go crazy with the fill-ins, the plug-ins. On your hair, man, and your beard. Well, if you're, you know, Philadelphia area, they've been doing that for years. That you know, yeah. and now you know we caught up to. That's what y'all been doing. But if you know, it's time to come home. Yeah. And what I mean by time to come home is like, if your hairline is here, you know what I'm saying? It, and yeah. and you don't want and you and you don't want to embrace your age. It's time to either gonna be George Jefferson or come on home. Listen. Make it smooth. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. You it's know what I'm cool, saying? but don't try to, you know, overdo it. Yeah, you can't have a hairline like you're 18 again. Yeah, it that's, can't. Be. That's too much. Jet black, it was never that black. Yeah. It was never yeah. that black. You know what I'm saying? We, yeah. we get you dyed a little bit, yeah. but it won't like that. Yeah, you you know, I cover up gray. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie about that because people know me like, dang, you got a gray goatee, you know, cover you. Yeah, I did. But I don't go jet black. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That don't look, that look natural. You know it don't saying? look like he took the Sharpie and colored it. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. Give go. me something else, man. All right, next thing. You can't be aging gracefully if all you have in your closet are sneakers. Yeah, come you, on, man. You, you got the, the basketball sneakers, the Jordans and all that. They, they have a moment, a time, and place, but you got to diversify your footwear. That's from watching Fat Joe and them. They're <laughs> entertainers. They're Fat Joe got buku money. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Fat Joe gets paid to wear sneakers. We right. don't. Right. You got to have some sneakers, of course. I'm I'm a coach, so I got to have sneakers also. Yeah. But you got to have some hard bottoms. Yeah. You got to yeah. have some loafers. You got to have leisure, some in-between. Yeah, you got to have something you can get out in, man. Listen, you just got to think about, as you get older, mm-hmm. your prime time in life is after five. Come on. Go after five. So, you know, you got to have Come some on. stuff that's going to be... Great for the happy hour. Right. And that and that means to coincide with that, you gotta have a good jacket. Yes. Right. And a good jacket, it means several things, right? That could be a good overcoat, could be a good sports coat, it'd be a good trench. You gotta have, you gotta get into those things. As you're getting older, right? Now you're walking out with with pieces. Right, right, right. right. My, my uncle always say, you got a good piece there, young fella. Right, right, right. <laughs> We're walking out with pieces. We're not just walking out with T-shirts. Right. We got our, some pieces out there. And so that those things got to align with that, too. Um, well, that, those, those are just a couple things that I had that I was like, you, as you age gracefully, you got to yeah. get there. And you got to start when it comes to, like, conversational things, right? The only time you leave the house, it can't only be to go and kick it with the fellas, right? You got to spend some time hiking like you're doing, right? Oh, I was going to talk about that on my wrap-up. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Spend like, some time going in and looking at and 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 taking in the air, 
right? Going to some museums, going to some good restaurants, going to some things during the day that you might not have looked at before. You know what I'm saying? Like, go do some, experience some different things. It ain't, we just going straight to the club at 11. Nah. And when you age gracefully, you want to be in bed by 11, 30, 12, and you didn't already had a full day. And that's cool, right? So, but as you said, we ended the post-game wrap-up um, episode. A little bit shorter today, but, you know, short and sweet, we keep it going. So, what you got for me in the, in the PG? Well, first, when you said short, short and sweet, I mean, it's hard to top what we did last episode. Man. That's tough. You we got to let you digest that one. <laughs> you know, um, I was going to talk about R&R. Um, you know, people say rest and relaxation. Mm. I'm saying rest and recovery. Um, because, like, for ball players, you know, you got to make sure you take care of your body and things like that. But right now, I'm not in that stage. Mm. I'm in, you know, business owner, uh, part-time hooper when I can, getting my butt kicked most of the time. But I'm still trying to be active, get my cardio in. But a podcast you know, host, yeah, I'm, I'm co-host. You know, you the producer. You know, I'm the, I'm the lowly co-host. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm just trying to like get to a better space where I start not working so much, and and take some time to relax and recover, because it's not only about my body recovering physically, but my my body recovering emotionally and mentally. Mm -hmm. I've seen myself go into midweek and I'm emotionally drained just because, you know, I had a letdown in a meeting or something didn't mm -hmm. come through for us in terms of the business. So, you know, you got to take care of yourself, you know, and coach Ryan mentioned earlier about, you know, the older guys getting out and, and doing something, you know, um, you know, something a little different than going out for the happy hours, the clubs, mm -hmm. whatever, you know, just expanding your horizon. You know what I mean? And, and trying to build yourself a little bit. And um, it, trust me, it, uh, it's, a, it's a different experience, but it'll definitely pick you up um, in those moments when you're, you know, you're lacking a little bit. Because I know for me, you know, I got to, I do a pretty good job. What I thought of was, you know, getting my rest and, you know, and, and, and recharging, but I got to do a better job. Yeah. Because, you know, with this COVID situation, we're living in a different world, man. So I got to pick it up a little bit. Yeah. And, um, we going into the post game wrap up. You know, sometimes it's not always roses, right? right? right. Sometimes you take a loss and post game, you got to hold yourself accountable, yep. right? And that's what I'm gonna take the post game um, wrap up for me this week. I'm gonna hold myself accountable. I need to wake up earlier, right? I need to wake up earlier because we do hold so many hats. There, there are a bunch of things that we do. Um, and I need time to myself. The only way I'm going to be able to keep time to myself when getting to my prayer on time, reading my book, um, just spending some time researching some things that I like to research without feeling like I'm rushed, yeah. is if I wake up earlier. And a lot of us have those things to where just that one simple thing can change everything. Everything. I can be more consistent with my workout schedule. I can get those books done on my on my list. Um, I can just get a few more things done and even have more time to relax and not feel rushed. So in the post-game wrap-up, you know, I'm taking it at like I just took an L, right? And I'm coming in and telling the team, my fault. You know, I'm going to hold myself accountable. And I'm going to work on that going into this um, 
going into this next phase as I turn 30 at the end of the month and everything is waking up earlier and, and getting a, a head start on my day so I can, you know, accomplish the things I want. Um, so for everybody out there, um, thank you guys for your continued support. New things are coming. Um, BTT Media Presents has new things rolling out. Hoop Mountain Dubai is continuing to grow. Um, Hoop Mountains all over the world and GCC, GCC are coming. Um, it's a beautiful thing to watch. As always, you guys know what it is. Hoop Mountain Dubai, Hoop Mountain DXB on Instagram, hoopmountain.ae online. Be on the lookout for us. And as always, player and coach the keep it simple, keep it real, and keep going. Player and coach, the brother, the brother. They both got views that you need to discover. From sports, current events, to just life talk. Whether you on a fast break or a nice walk. Gotta tune in, you already know, G. This BTG Nation and you wanted the homies. Just tune in, you already know, G. BTG Nation, the other ones in the nosebleeds.